Welcome to another edition of the Hangout Podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. Uh, your feedback and responses are greatly appreciated. Without further ado, I want to welcome back my guest and co-host for the evening, Mr. Angel Martinez. Angel, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. It's, uh, this never fails to happen. I, uh, we were actually recording this episode maybe about five minutes ago, and uh, my recorder once again crapped out. <laughs> yeah, but the last time I was here, too. <laughs> <laughs> man, we'll probably go three for three the next time, but we were so deep into what we're going to talk about today we're so deep into talking about baseball and how we started watching baseball and stuff like that but we'll go back over and uh kind of let the people know what what was going down but i want to start by playing this clip if i can get it to play once again holy shit my son just called me zach granke who's shutting us down today is going to the Strohs, the Astros. It's fucking unreal. Unfucking real. Verlander, Cole, now Granky. We're fucked. We are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> My boy be going off on Twitter every day. I love well, that clip. At least, at least, at least every time uh, somebody's playing. Let me fix this thing over here. Here we go. Um. Yeah, man. It's uh, we were so deep into the baseball talk. We were actually talking about uh, when the Astros uh, were on their way to winning the World Series about two years ago, and so all of that is just lost in the air now. But we're just gonna keep it going, man, because that's what we do on this podcast. We're just gonna yep. keep it going, kind of let uh, get back to where we left off of. Um, we did both get an opportunity to check out the Astros uh, play during that whole run. Um, and I know you've been to a lot of baseball games in the past. Oh, uh, a lot. To your surprise, I was only at one of my first Astros game at the Astrodome in the mid-90s. Come to find out, I didn't go back to another baseball game for the next 20 years. So right, it took me right. 20 years to go back. First game at Minute Maid was... In 2015, and the second game happened to be a really good game in 2017 when they played the Yankees in the in the playoffs on their way to the World Series. You remember how much those tickets were for the World Series? A lot. <laughs> That's all I got to say. They were a lot. <laughs> I'm pretty sure because I think I paid close to 400 for two tickets uh, for for playoff for a playoff game. Yeah, their playoffs tickets got expensive. Man. And not only that, but the gear in itself. Of course you want to buy a World Series jersey and uh, a hat. I know I went broke uh, through that whole time buying uh, the retro stuff and the current stuff, which uh, you think I should go get that? I have it in storage right now. Should, should I go get it or or just leave it? I don't want to jinx the team. No, actually, yeah, just leave it there. <laughs> just leave it safely just stored. Leave it there. Was it there in 2017? Uh, well, after they won. Just keep it there. I mean, it's been there since. I haven't taken it out. Keep it there. <laughs> just keep it there. Uh, I'll pull it out when the time is right. Give Be- it some time. Yeah, just just let let it simmer a little more. Um. But yeah, man, I, man, I don't want to say I'm burned out in, in all this baseball talk, but dude, when when you go 
we go back and watch uh, baseball during that time, and that's what really brought me back. I never left. Uh, I never stopped watching baseball. That's probably the the one sport that I've been watching the most uh, out of all sports. And I'm a huge MMA guy, as people might know. Uh, I I like watching basketball. I like watching football, but baseball's where it's at, man. Yeah, I just don't. I, agree. I just don't. It, it's it's one of those sports where, because it, it runs in my family too. My, uh, you saw the bat I showed you the other day. Yeah. My grandpa was a huge baseball fan. Um, R.I.P. <laughs> He's been gone for a while, but he was a huge baseball fan, and um, I ended up finding one of his softball bats in, in my storage. Because that's one of the things that my dad brought from, from Mexico after he passed. Because, lo and behold, I knew his, uh, he knew his brothers were going to throw all that shit away. So he was like, nah, man, let me take something, you know, to remember him by. Because, man, back in the day, my grandpa was pretty good. <laughs> and not only that, but he would, like, it, it was at a, at a time and an era where they would get fucked up drinking and playing softball. <laughs> <laughs> so when he would be coming home late at night nobody would mess with him dude because he had that thing hunched over his shoulder he had that bad so people people were like we're not gonna mess with this yeah we're, we're staying away from him <laughs> yeah. he's gonna use that bat on us um but and then so each time you know he would come over here he would like buy equipment here like baseball bats and gloves and helmets um and so my grandpa on my mom's side, he's still a fan to this day. And we ended up taking him after I grad the week after I graduated to an Astros game, and when they played against the White Sox. And I think I gave him each time I, I would give him a few of my caps that I never used anymore. A few had a few Yankee caps and uh, Astros, and I would buy him stuff. And because I know my family over there is they're very baseball oriented especially on my mom's side my cousin who passed years ago he was always wearing like i think his team was the rangers oh my god so, <laughs> so we were always we were always at odds with each other because i mean come on that's like texans fans against cowboys fans um but he was always a huge rangers fan and um i think his dad my own un- my uncle was i think he's big into like the brewers and stuff and mm-hmm. uh just really odd teams like it was never the for some reason I'm like what's your hate against the Astros man like what the fuck right <laughs> you're always it's either the, you're wearing a Cardinals jersey uh you're wearing a I think he had a Mets hat at some point it was always a different team the Reds the Indians it's like really dude and purposely I would always wear my Astros gear when I would go over there it was always an old school Astros hat or a jersey um it, it never meant, and, and I've always been like that. I don't know, if, I don't know if you've been, if you've always been like that. But to me, of course, I like other teams, but I've I've always felt like I would be betraying my team if I would buy another cap or another jersey. That's just me, dude. I'm just a diehard fan to the core. Um, I well, can't. I, don't know. I can't see. I can't see myself. May, maybe with. Jerseys are different though, because I love jerseys. Jerseys and caps, I'm a, I'm a fan of them. Yeah. If if a jersey looks nice and the hat looks nice, I'll buy it. 
No, I probably won't root for the team, but yeah, I'm gonna be like like Nick Totoro. I'm gonna be wearing an Astros jersey with a Yankees cap. I got I got a couple jerseys in, the, in my closet. I got a I got a Red Sox a jersey. Red Sox jerseys. I got a I got a Red Sox jersey. I got a couple. Astros. I got about one, two. What are we talking about? Like Papelbon? And... No, I think it's a I think it's a John Lester jersey from when he was playing with the Red Sox. I lied, dude. I lied. I lied. There you go. I, I lied. So. <laughs> You're like, I thought so. I lied, dude. You saw my Roots of Fights uh, shirts. I have. There you go. I lied. But, yeah, I gotta... but uh, it was it's the, the Luke Gehrig one, mm-hmm. New York uh, shirt, nice. and the Boston uh, Babe Ruth uh, nice. Roots of Fights shirt. I got a... So I lied. There. I'm a liar. I got a John Lester <laughs> jersey from his days with the Red Sox. Yeah. I have a... I'm trying to count how many Astros jerseys I have because I know I got a couple of those. I got one, two, three. I got five Astros jerseys. I got an Otuve, a Bregman, a Bigi- two Biggios. Damn. <laughs> and I forget what the other one is. No Bagwells? No, no Bagwells, actually. I was. I love Bagwell. Just growing up, I'm like my dude right? yeah growing up <laughs> going to the park and playing ball with like my dad and everybody everything yeah i is i'm watching bag one i'm hit, watching him hit home runs so of course i want to hit home runs like bag one but i don't know you for got some, the little stance like him yeah that's but, how that's my little player in the game <laughs> but for some reason i was i was more of a biggio guy yeah yeah biggio was yeah just, he's in there yeah but you know yeah it was what it was. They're both in the Hall of Fame. So yeah, it doesn't matter at this point. Yeah, it, it is what it is. Um, but as you can see, we're both baseball fans. Period. At the core, right? You know, you have you have you know several jerseys and hats. I'm over here like I don't want to buy any other ones because I don't want to you know because I'm a fan. I just can't see myself rooting for any other team. And when I talk to other people. They'd be asking us, like, who's your team? I'm like, dude, I'm a Houston fan all the way. I don't give a fuck what you say. Rockets, Texans. Um, you know, Texans being what they are every year. Um, but, yeah, dude, Astros, I'm there all the way. I don't care, especially now with the team that they have. Yeah, you can't, I see them going to the – I know I'm going to say no, no more. No, say I'm saying, no, more. I'm staying away. Say no more. Let's just say they have a really good team. They're right good. Now. They're very good right now. They're very good. You got – what's the lineup? You can pull it up right now. I know you got Altuve in the lineup. Yeah, we got Springer, Bregman, Correa. The clown. Altuve. <laughs> Correa the clown. Yeah, for some reason <laughs> – for some reason you just – well, yeah. For some reason you don't like Correa. hasn't been producing for you and, and will be the show. Diamond Dynasty. Diamond Dynasty. Well, he claimed that he broke his rib, gave the massage. It's like, That's a story that, for that, a different day. That whole thing. But he's back now and – well, he hit a grand slam on his return or something. You did. Oof! I gotta get that card back. You got Gabriel on the lineup, who's killing right now. Pina. He is killing it, that boy. Gabriel. He, he's and, on. Uh, he, God, who else was there? Reddick. Reddick. Michael Brantley. We got. We got. We got a lineup. These guys are. Jordan. Alvarez. Oh Alvarez, my God! I mean, this Jordan. dude. Yeah. What, what I'm gonna talk about. Yeah, well, Alvarez. Same, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan, same Alvarez. thing. I'm yeah, like, I'm blanking guy. out. Yeah, Alvarez, Jordan. Um, he is, <laughs> that guy is something else. Hey, you don't want to bring back, uh, what's his name? 
fuck, I forgot the dude's name. Beltran? <laughs> I, think, I think we're okay. <laughs> I think you're good. I think we're okay. It was cool having him, but I think we're okay. He was just riding that out for 48. He's been gone for like a year, right? Well, he retired after the World Series. After the World Series. He's like, I'm good. I got my ring. We good. I came back. Yeah, for a while. For a while, people were salty, man. I think I was salty, too, for a bit. Yeah, I was I was thinking about that a couple of days ago. A couple of weeks ago, actually. Whenever, yeah. I, whenever after 2004, whenever Beltran came here to play, whether it was yeah. with the Mets or whoever he was on, he was always... He played with the Yankees, didn't he? He played, for, for, he played with for the Yankees period? for about a year, I want to yeah. say. Yeah, but his for whole the time every, with the Mets is like, come on, dude. Every single time he came here... You got, As a visitor, oh, you got, he got booed out of the stadium. <laughs> people, oh, people were mad of 2004. Well, that's like what's his name? Uh, recently, oh, not really. He got a standing ovation. Pujols when he went back to yeah to uh, Bush Stadium. Yeah, to St. Louis. I mean, it is. It is what it Pujols, is. Pujols. I mean, uh, yeah, you're gonna. He's not the Pujols from before, but yeah. No, not not anymore. So, it is what it is. But yeah, man, like I said, it's just for me. Baseball just it just runs in the family, and one of these days, man, I'm gonna go join you up at Tom Bass Park. I'm yeah, a, man, we're there. I'm gonna bust out my grandpa's softball bat. Maybe it'll bring me some good luck. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't break that damn thing on the first. Yeah, the first I might just keep it there and just put it like in a glass case and just have it like as a. Yeah, you definitely want to break that thing. In my memory. Hey, just yesterday, dude, I was watching that Simpsons episode where Mark McGuire comes out at, at the end. Oh, yes. <laughs> Bart shoots down that satellite from the from the sky. I remember that in the episode. Tank. <laughs> and then before you know it, they find out it's the MLB that's spying on everybody. So <laughs> sure enough, Mark McGuire pulls up in the helicopter. <laughs> and he says he can either tell them about all that or watch them hit a few uh, fingers. And sure enough, they just want to see him swing, swing a couple, uh, couple fingers, and boom, he just steals those stats. He just goes joink, puts them under his cap. Yeah, nobody's gonna notice. Um, damn, dude, Mark McGuire. That's that is so like what night, late nineties. Late nineties, yeah. Him and Sammy Sosa. Oh yeah, you remember that? El Gringo. Oh, yeah, dude. when he and Sammy Sosa were having dude, that best summers of my life. <laughs> They're just going at it. Hell yeah. I think at the time that's when I was uh, when I was I had just started collecting baseball cards yeah. at that time. Summer of '98, he and Sammy Sosa just going at it to see who would break that home run record. Dude, you got to pull out your baseball cards, see what you got. I do. <clears throat> I just I got a pretty good collection. I just I don't what? know what I got in there. You probably got some good stuff in there. Probably sitting on the gold mine. Go probably. Like, go like Gary Vee and start selling us stuff. <laughs> I should. <laughs> Because I just started collecting baseball cards a few months ago again. And even my mom told me that that the ones I used to have are still in storage. I said, well, I got to go look for them because I don't know where they're at. I'm sure they sto- she stored them somewhere. But. Mine are sitting in a small box in my closet somewhere. Oh, wow. Yeah. You just got to look for them. Yeah. Wow. You're probably s- sitting on like a rookie, uh, some rookie card. I think there. I'm pretty sure I got a Jeff Bagwell in there. Man. I think so. I can't remember. Can you I imagine I what that stuff sells on eBay nowadays? Well, it depends on... Uh, I don't know. It depends on the card. I'm pretty sure that... I mean, it's not signed. It's... True. Nothing. It's just a card. You can always go to those uh, conventions they have. Those tri... What are they called? Tri-star conventions? Those tri-star... Yeah, that's... Yeah. It's a lot of money, though. 
go get your card signed. Be like, hey, Bagwell, how much for a signature? Man, you know how you know how bucks? I feel about signatures. <laughs> the other day, the Undertaker uh, came to Fitterman Sports in Baybrook, and I think he was charging like 150 for both for a photo and uh, autograph, and or autograph. 150 for either or. Either yeah. Or so if you want to get a. Uh, if you want to get both, both, that's 300 bucks. 300 bucks for five seconds of. Hey, I'm a fan, and that's it. Fuck that. Do you like fuck that? Undertaker, like, uh, the Undertaker does not pay my bills. He doesn't need my money. He doesn't pay my tuition. He doesn't need my money. I think Vince McMahon pays him well enough. To this day, because he's still wrestling, so. I mean, yeah. But that's just, it, it's insane, dude. And, and I'm sure, it just depends, I think, on on who it is also. Uh, I know for Bagwell, his prices are way up there. Like yeah, close to about a hundred. Yeah, Last they're time definitely I up there. Yeah, Hall of Famer now. Um, you got people, you got other people like, I don't know, and even now with the team that the Astros have now, um, I'm sure all the meet and greets they've done around here in the area, you've seen lines of people just uh, lined up to meet them. Right, I right. know when Bregman did his whole signing out there in uh, Clear Lake, whatever it was. He, uh, that damn thing is still eating. Look at that. Look at that dude. Yeah, we got a, uh, we got an audience. Squirrels eating. Um, yeah, you have all these people. Have you met any, any baseball players? No, I haven't actually. Really? Uh-uh. Wow. Only, to this day, the only athlete I recall ever meeting was, I think it was back in 2001 or 2002, I met Triple H at a book signing. Wow. Downtown. Oh, yeah. You yeah. showed me the book. Yeah. He, yeah. I went with a cousin of mine to... What Damn, is... Dude, you met Triple H? Wow. It's downtown. It's this little shopping mall that's downtown. I can't remember. I don't remember what it's called right now. It's right in the heart of downtown. And there was a bookstore there, and he told me, he's like, hey, Triple H is going to be signing autographs if you buy his book. wasn't Books a Million, was it? It might have been. I can't remember right now off the top of my head, but it might have been. So he hits me up. He's like, hey, Triple H is going to be signing autographs downtown because he's got a new book coming out. I'm like, all right, cool, let's go. Bought the book. It was that book that he did on bodybuilding mm. what was that book called i think you remember and, and i have it on my bookshelf you i'm blanking on it, it. Bil- building uh it's blue when he's in the cover flexing building the perfect not not the perfect body it's something along those lines but i'm drawing a blank here because I, I, I have the book yeah i was just gonna I'm, start reading it again because i recently started making the game triple h's go. approach to a better body so it's semi, it's semi autobiography slash. Uh, it's part. It's some cha- one every other chapter is maybe like a bio- autobiography. I, I could, He's talking about his career. I, I just noticed I couldn't say that word right. I said auto. Like, you wow. said auto with the boot. <laughs> it's autobiography. Uh, semi autobiography and. Go and ahead, go edit that in post, but I'm not gonna edit that shit. No, uh, we're do- we're doing one take here. Oh yeah. We're not. Uh, semi autobiographical slash. Uh, Bodybuilding workout. Yeah, Body he building. talks about his. His workout routine, what he does. I, I wrote down most of his diet on there, and that shit sucks, dude. It's it's <laughs> tough. I read that whole book cover to cover. It's his workout routine, his diet. It's it's it's, it's insane. I it's extreme. I can't eat that. I can't have that diet for myself because that's pretty much just nothing but chicken, eggs, protein shakes, 
It's and that's straight protein. And that's seven meals all in a day. Mm-hmm. I only eat three square meals a day. Yeah, this, no man, this man is eating seven meals a day, working his ass off. Just, But I have that book. I met him back in 2001, 2002. Took a picture with him. It's literally inside the book. I have the book in, inside the book right there on the cover. I have the picture I took with him. And his autograph. You gotta pull out that on picture, the book, dude. man. I think you've seen it. I know I sent I sent it to you, but uh, I think so. Yeah, I, I read, very, vaguely. All I had it. to do was buy the book. Book was That's maybe it. twenty, twenty-five bucks. I get a picture with him. I, he gets to autograph it. Cool. I'm all for that. I'm yeah. not. I'm not gonna pay the Undertaker three hundred bucks to take a picture and say hello to him. No. <laughs> oh man. I I'd be like, hey man, you were terrible in your last match. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. You should retire. That'd be funny if somebody goes up to him and be like, yeah, I think you should retire. Yeah, you should probably retire. I mean, I paid 300 bucks to tell him that. You'll probably get esc- escorted by security. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Damn, so you this is probably the only the only athlete you've met? Yeah, I've never met any of the Astros. Nope. Uh, Speak, no, actually, I didn't meet them. I have, and I'm so stupid because I probably should have taken better care of this ball. Well, it, you, it, they're still legible. Thankfully, to this day, they're still legible, but I never put it in a case. I never put it inside a case. I have a baseball that my dad got somewhere. I think he got it at work many years ago. I think I've talked about this before with you. It's a baseball that's autographed by Craig Biggio, Jeff Magwell, Roger Clemens, Lance Berkman, all these guys. The killer bees, man. All the guys (laughs) that were part of that two... Guys that were part of this 2005, most of the two of those guys are Hall of Famers. Whoa. One of them, steroid issue aside, is probably one of the greatest pitchers ever. <laughs> and Lance Berkman, probably one of the best Houston Astros players of all time. Yep. I have them, I have a baseball with their autograph all on it that I never put on a case, so obviously it's well over 10 years old, so over time, the ink on these signatures starts slowly kind of fading away. Yeah, just fill it in. You could still see it. They're still legible. You know whose autograph it is, yeah. but I never put it in a case. Can you Just fill I, it back in. <laughs> I Just thinking about that ball, I'm like, I can only imagine how much of the ball could be worth oh. now. Call Gary Vaynerchuk. He'll probably tell you. <laughs> I, might, I might hit him up. Hey, you want to buy this baseball? Dude, that's crazy. I, I met and I met several athletes uh, in in my time. Um, maybe about a handful. I want to say a whole bunch. I think I met more of the UFC guys and and, oh, ga- yeah, yeah. and gals. Hmm. Uh, I think. Uh, let's see. I know I've met uh, Joe Rogan several times. Uh, especially when we ran into him in Austin, that was, oh, that was yeah. a lot of fun. Oh, for that story, yeah. Uh, Brendan Schaub, I just met last year at the at the Improv. Paige Van Zandt, Michelle Watterson, Dominic Cruz. You know who blew me off, dude? Uh, he blew Adrian, my buddy Randy, and I off completely. Mm-hmm. Especially my buddy Randy and I. He, she blew us off twice, back to back on that same weekend. Right. So the UFC was in town. Uh, UFC. I'm blanking out on which one it was. But it was in 2013 when Cain Velasquez fought against Junior DeSantos. It was the, the trilogy fight. Um, so, great. It was going to be a badass weekend. That Thursday, 
they announced they were going to have open workouts at the House of Blues. Cool. I'll go check them out. Went and saw Junior Dos Santos and King Velasquez hit some pads or whatever. Friday night, Joe Rogan's in town. But he's like, hey, let's go buy a ticket. Go watch him at the, I think he played at the, he performed at the Revention Center. Oh, by the way, hey, there's this uh, after party they're having at some club in Washington, Washington Street. I forget the name of the club. And a few of the fighters are going to be there. Fuck, cool. So we end up finding out. I think we saw Uriah Faber there. He's over there partying up and shit with a bunch of girls. And Ariani Celeste is there, the ring girl. Dude, she's taking pictures with everybody. All right, cool. Let's line up to get a picture. Right when we were going to go up to her. All right, no more pictures. Fuck, man. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Some, Just like that. Some dude. I think it was a security guard or something. Like, oh, what? my God. The, the, it's, like it's, the a day, picture, it's like it's a picture, dude. Yeah. The day of the UFC, they're having a fan fest outside. Outside right. of Toyota Center. We're out there waiting. It's kind of hot and cold at the same time. Cool. Right, right. We're lined up because uh, apparently they're doing free autograph signings. For, I think it was Anthony Pettis, uh, Chad Mendez, and Ariane Celeste. I said, cool. We didn't meet her the night before. We'll probably get a signature then. Dude, that, that line took forever. We were out there for hours. That when the time came, right when we got there, so purposely enough, there were like, no more photos, just autographs. I said, you gotta be kidding me. I don't, I don't give a fuck about the autograph. I just want a photo. It's a photo. It's not gonna hurt. Sure enough, I just get an autograph from Anthony Pettis and Chad Mendes, and chick over there blows us off again. She just gets up and leaves. She She's just like, takes yeah, off. I'm not talking to you. I recognize you guys. I'm taking off. I'm leaving. So I was a bit salty for that whole weekend. Even to this day, I'm kind of like, I'm like, hey, Randy, she blew us off twice, man. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, it was a great event, a great fight. Um, but yeah, several of those uh, UFC fighters, guys and girls, uh, several wrestlers too, not that many, uh, I met several of them at the conventions. I know I've met um, I met Sting at Fetterman Sports. Uh, Mike Tyson. Uh, Roddy Piper before he passed. Two months before he passed oh, yeah. away. Yeah. That was uh, that was amazing. Not that he passed. <laughs> um, who else did I meet? Dude, I saw Jim Duggan. I've seen Jim Duggan at the conventions. That's that's pretty sad, man. Because he has no lines whatsoever. He just has a little banner that says Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh. oh <laughs> People yeah. going up to him and, and trying to get stuff signed and shit like that. Um, yeah, just a handful of athletes. Not, I can't say I've met a lot of them. Uh, Chris Jericho, of course. I met him several times at the at his shows. Or he probably recognizes me at this point. He's like, it's this motherfucker again. He's like, there's this guy. <laughs> this guy follows me everywhere I go. Every, every show I'm at, I've gotten his book signed. I've gotten albums signed. Photos taken with him. Um, Fozzie's coming back in, uh, next month, so I'm going to go ahead and purchase a ticket and a VIP thing. Because every time they come around, they, dude, they, they, they know how to treat their fans. I can, I can tell you that. For what you're, for what you're paying for the VIP... And I don't say this about many bands, because if I tell you, Angel, right now, if I tell you, hey, Kiss is coming to town, 
just a heads up, tickets are a hundred bucks each. You gotta go pay for parking when you go to Toyota Center. Yeah. Uh, say you want to do the VIP meet and greet, that's a thousand dollars. So right, right. I don't know how you feel about that. That's. <laughs> I think going to the concert alone, you're kind of like, ah, it's a hundred bucks. That's I don't a spend. lot of money. <laughs> Plus, I gotta park. I'm obviously not gonna walk there. Plus, you're not a huge Kiss fan. I so like them. I enjoy you, say them. Say you were, but the hundred bucks alone, you're like, wow. Ah, I en- I, I enjoy them. It's not. You're like, ah, but yeah. If but I tell you, Fozzie's coming to town. General admission tickets are twenty bucks. I think the the VIP pit pass upgrade might be fifty. So, uh, I think you might be might be spending seventy bucks. VIP is 150 bucks. What do you get with the VIP? I'll tell you. <laughs> you get a uh, you get a mini concert slash sound check before the show. Uh, you get a uh, I guess like an audience free shopping thing where you can shop for shirts or whatever without no lines. Right. Um, meet and greet with the band. You get to talk to them. It's not just like I'm gonna sign your shit and go. You get to talk to them. They sign your stuff. However, I think I don't think they have a limit as to how much stuff you can bring. Um, and you get a photo with them. Nice. Aside from the stuff they give you, laminates, eight, eight by tens. Right, right. Um, and aside from signing the stuff that you have, like if you have a book or a CD, they'll give you all this other they'll stuff. Just, they'll just sign it. They'll just and they'll give you all this other stuff. And really, you're just spending less than two hundred. Mm-hmm. And if you want to, you can. I always Uber to Warehouse Live, so that's like twenty bucks yeah, overall. You're saving money on parking there. So they know how to treat their fans. Good music, in my opinion. Um, yeah, Fonzie's good. Not a not a lot of. I can't say that about a lot of bands, man. A lot of the major bands I go see, their their VIP packages are stupid. Well, they're big. They're big bands so at this point. I, yeah, I it's get kiss, it. You know, you I get it. But I mean, come on, man. Be more. And who am I to say this? But <sighs> it is what it is. So I can only say as much as that. But yeah, Jericho's. Uh, he's he's a good guy, man. He's a. Uh, uh, the several times I've met him, I think the first time I met him, I thought he was a douchebag. <laughs> oh really? Because I asked him where they were taking the pictures at. He didn't even know. That was a hot day, dude. It was like July. It was out in the woodlands. Uh, went to go see him at a festival. Uh, after that, it was like whatever. Like, dude, he's signing my books, and uh, I get to talk to him for a little bit. And it's not even like I'm a huge fan. Of, I'm, I don't fanboy out. I'm just like, hey, no, man. no, like no. thanks for. They're just they, the way I see it. These guys are just dudes. Yeah, yeah they're, they're just, just like me and you, except they people. do stuff that yeah. we don't do. Yeah, and I think the only time I'll geek out is probably be like. If I'm getting a book signed, I'm like, hey, man, I really enjoyed the book. This has a lot of good stories on it. I like your your take on, like, like your stories on, like, Kiss or whatever. Um, it's not about, like, oh, yeah, I used to watch you wrestle back in the day. That's, like, we mostly just talk about music. But, uh, damn, we ended up talking about music, from baseball to music. Yeah, I know. I was just about to say that. It's, like, we were gonna make this a baseball episode and suddenly yeah. we drifted off to talk about meeting athletes and 
But you're not going to give The Undertaker $300. I'm not giving that's, The Undertaker that's, $300. That's, that's, what that's basically take. what we drifted <laughs> off on. I'm, I'm not paying The Undertaker 300 bucks to go meet him. Dude, I don't he, care who he is. I thought about it, and for me to... It, nah, man, that's just too much money. It's 300 bucks, man. I could, do, I could do so much with $300. I'm not giving them to The Undertaker. I'm pretty, I pretty much... Uh, think the undertaker lives well off without my 300 dollars. <laughs> oh yeah he lives in austin so he he does pretty well yeah <laughs> um before we wrap this thing up i you kind of mentioned uh the whole steroid thing with uh clemens we kind of threw that in there um i did mention a few days ago that documentary that came out on netflix screwball by billy corbin oh yeah he told me about that and it details the that scary stand with A-Rod. Two in length. Um, and this goes across the board, I'd, I'd say, with sports. Right, and this right. is just my personal opinion. As to this whole thing, because they were doing it in the UFC, too, way back in the day. People did not give a shit. Dude, at this point, who gives a turkey about what people were doing? I don't. Me, Certainly me, people, don't, don't yeah. care. people didn't care in the late 90s when... Sosa and Maguire were, because it was entertaining. And it, it it drove ratings for baseball that summer. Seeing Maguire and Sosa chasing Roger Maris for the home run record, it drove yeah. ratings up immensely. And I'm sure we would not have those really good, even boxing. You have boxing fights, MMA fights back in the day, uh, even in football. I'm sure these guys, and don't quote me on this, but I'm sure that stuff has to be administered by a doctor. It um, has to be because I'm pretty sure you cannot just grab this stuff and like, yeah, no, I'm just going to go no. in and take this needle and put it in my leg and see what happens. Maybe tomorrow I'll wake up and hit six home runs in a single game. It's not going to work like that. Even in wrestling, dude, and of course people say, well, look at all the wrestlers that have died. But that's, that's different, dude. That These guys are... The, the wrestler situation, these guys are dying because they're doing pills and they're combating all the all this pain they have. It's not just steroids. It, it's hard with yeah. wrestling. It's, it, it, their schedule plays a big role into this. Keep in that mind too. that these are guys that are... There's no off-season. There is no off-season. Baseball has a long off-season. Football has a long off-season. Basketball has a long off-season. Wrestling does not. Mm-hmm. Wrestling season does not... And at WrestleMania, or it's not like the season for WWE ends WrestleMania night and begins on later in September. No, it doesn't happen. You wrestle at WrestleMania, and here you are, turning it around, getting on a plane to go wherever Raw is the next night. It's like Mr. McMahon says, no chance in hell. Yeah, you have 365 days in a year. You're probably wrestling 300 of those days, most likely. You're doing house shows. You're doing live events. You're doing pay-per-views. So what do you do? You, your body's obviously not going to... You're not a machine. You have to take something. Your body has to stay in shape. You have to get energy to wake up. I'll go to work, and I'll work an entire day on a Saturday. I wake up on Sunday. My body is just... I'm like, do I really have to get up? Do I really have to go? But these guys have to do it. These guys wake up, they do it the next day, then they do it the next day, and the next day, and the next day. So, I mean, what else do you do? And I could just imagine, like, like an MMA fighter. I've gone to train jiu-jitsu. It's hard. For just one day? It's For hard. For one class, dude, it'll take me so long to go back 
One time I stubbed my toe and I could barely walk. Right. These guys got to do it. Oh, I'll go to the morning class and then I'll go to the noon class and then the evening class. Oh, yeah, we're training kickboxing too. And then then you got to train wrestling. And then. And here you are. You probably, lift, you probably got this weights. guy doing it with a dislocated finger, probably yeah. a dislocated elbow. Herniated disc. What's he going to do? He's just like, you know what? I'm just going to wrap it up yeah. and go out there and train again. Yeah. Same with baseball. The way I see it, it's just like you said, I, me personally, I don't really give a shit. Whether they take it or not, because the way I see it, the way I've always seen it, injecting yourself with, they always make a big deal, oh, Barry Bonds, steroids, you yeah, know, you hits know, you know, 700 home runs how on that steroids. Ended. The way I see it, the way I've always seen it, especially for baseball, it's all about hand-eye coordination. Mm. Injecting yourself with steroids is not going to make you move your arms faster or see a ball better. You mm. either have it or you don't. No. Barry Bonds, well before the whole steroid thing, well yeah. before he hit 70 home runs in a year, Barry Bonds, up to that point, at, at by the night by 1998, Barry Bonds yeah. already had over 400 home runs, yeah. was a 290 hitter, well over 1400 RBIs. Dude, if he would have retired in 2000, Barry Bonds was Hall of Famer. Yeah. Barry Bonds, in my opinion, probably. And yeah, people are gonna hate that. People don't like this. People yeah, don't be like this. Yeah, but I think people people miss the fact that we Barry do Bonds, we do get old. Yes. And the performance is not kind of like where we want it to be. So exactly. Of course, performance enhancing. Of course, but yeah, these guys are getting old. Is it to get an edge? Maybe, but like Maybe. you said. It might make you last longer or it might put you where you were before, like if you were like in your twenties or whatever. Regardless of the whole steroid thing, I think yeah. I've told you this before. In yeah. my opinion, Barry Bonds is still probably oh, yeah. the greatest hitter we ever saw. Yeah. At least you and I, in our generation. Yeah. Yeah. Barry I remember Bonds. him playing and all that. Um you guys, then you have guys like Pete Rose. It's like, come on, give the guy a break. Yeah, what did he do? He <laughs> yeah. hurt nobody. He didn't hurt anybody. He but didn't himself. hurt anybody but himself. He was being an idiot. Yeah. He did stuff that he probably shouldn't have done. I, th- I think they got they they got back with him. Uh, he recently, uh, they've been having him on like panels and shit. Yeah, they and, have. And uh, analysis with uh, A Rod, which is always fun. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Um, but you see it all over football i mean just the other day i saw somebody get suspended for peds i think somebody from baseball or something somebody got suspended yeah it was from the mariners tim beckham i think oh got suspended for 80 games for a ped violation i wonder if they'll suspend me at work for doing peds i don't know (laughs) probably not probably not they'll fire me if i Pop hot on a drug test, but yeah, I don't think PEDs. Are, PEDs, I don't even think they're looking for that. I'm just gonna start doing HGH now that I've been uh, <laughs> going to the gym and stuff, trying to get jacked. I was listening to, and I'm about to wrap it up right now. Um, Brandon Shaw recently went on Rogan's podcast, I think yesterday. Yeah, and they were talking about, they started talking about Fast and Furious and all that, and The Rock, and they were going back and forth as as to The Rock, you know, like him being jacked and all that. And Brandon Schaub was like, dude, he's got to be doing steroids. And Rogan was like, huh? And I thought about that. And I was like, you know what? Because I look at both. I look at two people. I look at Rock and I look at Stallone. Dude, if you're Stallone at 70, and I'll take a picture of my grandpa 
both my grandpas. My grandpa that passed away at 70. Right. Did not look like Stallone at 70. My grandpa at 70, my grandpa had a, he pretty much let himself go. Right, He right. was, uh, he was diabetic. He had a gut. He would eat food he wasn't supposed to eat. Right. He would drink. And he wouldn't take his medicine. Um, and he couldn't see off of, I think, his left eye. So he only had one good eye. That's my grandpa at 70. Stallone at 70? Man. I, I don't see that many 70-year-olds looking like that. Oh, no. So it's no. either... And, yeah, you could say it's part of a really good diet. Mm-hmm. That also plays a factor, It too. plays a big factor, I guess. Um... Really good exercise regimen, sleep, and steroids. <laughs> I'm sure you got to mix that in somewhere. At some point, I'm sh- I'm sure this. I'm sure he's had stem cells put in in him, anti aging stuff. He's done the plastic surgery. I mean, look at Obviously, his face. Obviously, yeah. Um, it's clear. He still looks it's clear as day. He still looks ugly. <laughs> um, but it just you look at. Dude, when you look at him in the Rocky and the Rambo movies in the eighties, he was just fucking same. Yeah, same jacked. with Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger's a different story, but you look yeah, at him yeah, now, California. it's like he still looks. He just looks old. Yeah, I saw a picture of him and Tom Arnold side to side by side the other day, celebrating the twenty fifth anniversary of True Lies. Because Tom Arnold looks old as fuck, and Arnold just looks like Arnold. He just yeah. looks old and gray. He's just gray. old. He still looks the same. Still looks like new, Arnold. New Terminator. It's just gray. Um, Mobile Strike, whatever that game he had. <laughs> that he keeps advertising <laughs> way back in the day. Um, but Mobile Strike, download it now. Fucking uh, getting in trouble having illegitimate children and shit. Even Arnold. Even Arnold. Um, what the hell are we talking about? I forgot. We're going oh, all over the place. About the Rock, <laughs> about the rock and uh, steroids, but... He's got to be doing something. And like I said, this is being, I'm sure this is being administered by a doctor. It has to be. Under doctor's, uh, his care, saying, yeah. Doctor, I'll trainer, gi- I'll give you. I'll give you this much because this is a, as much as your body can take. Of course. If I give you more than that. Of course, you know, you've gone to the doctor. I've gone to, you know, when I went to the hospital, they only gave me like 0.5 milligrams of morphine. Dude, I was, I was like a zombo. Now, just imagine if you grab this. You grab HGH and you inject more than you should. You probably don't wake up the next day. Probably Your heart's not going to take you it. Probably, you probably die on the spot. So, obviously, this has to be administered by somebody. Oh, of somebody course. Somebody with some medical knowledge, a of personal course. trainer, their personal doctor, somebody. Yeah, and, like and your he, body can and he only has, hold. Yeah, yeah, he has the money to afford all that. Of course. We don't, unfortunately. No, no. I told that girl I know, I know from the it's gym not. yesterday, I'm like... Well, I'm still trying to get jacked. She's like, "You'll get there." I'm like, "Eh, it'll happen." <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not like I'm going. It's not like tomorrow morning I'm waking up. I'm like, you know what? I need some. Yeah. I need some steroids. Let me head on down to Baylor or Kelsey yeah. Siebel yeah. And, and tell him. Tell my doctor. He's like, you know what? I need to get stronger. Inject some of that HGH in me. Yeah. Just go to. He's G- gonna. He's gonna look at me like, yeah, I don't do that here. Just go to GNC, dude. I'm, I'm sure some of that stuff is laced. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they got some of that stuff. Yeah. Nah, I've gone to GNC, dude. It's uh, they got some good stuff, but some of the stuff I, I I've, I've uh, adopted kind of like a plant-based uh, diet when it comes to protein uh, powders and stuff. Yeah. Um, and more fruits. Uh, but yeah, man, it's just I don't know. It's just all across the board. Like I said, if you have the money and 
you're able to afford, I guess, you know, to stay healthy is hard. Right, um, right. By any means, go for it. Dude, I'm still trying to get work done on my face as far as uh, getting rid of all these acne scars. You know how much that... The consultation itself was 200 bucks. That's a lot of money. So I say, you know what? I want to know what type of treatment you guys do and how much it's going to cost me in the long run. Oh, we don't accept insurance. Oh, well, you just lost me there for a bit. Um, so they said, yeah, we do this treatment. It's called the, the, it's like a fractal. It's called fractal skin uh, treatment. Basically, they take this little, I don't want to say they poke holes in your skin, but it's kind of like, uh, it has something to do with the, the pigmentation of your skin. Right, right. And it pretty much regrows the, what is that called on your skin? I, the I'm, skin cells or something like that. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, anyways, they were like, cool. You can do these sessions, maybe four to five sessions, I think it was. Okay, how's much, how much is it going to cost? Well, you can, I think for me, it'll just be like the cheeks because I don't have nothing on my forehead. Everything's right, good up there. That's optional. 800 bucks per session. Oh, my God. And that's and that's consistent sessions. So you got to come like every two weeks. It's not like you're it's not like I'm paying 800 like bucks I'm right now. And do it. That's it. And you're good. You're done. And that's, I was like, you got and my, you know what my mom said? She was like, they do that same treatment in Mexico for 40 bucks. Guess I'm going down to Mexico like most people. <laughs> that's why I try to get my braces done. But we stopped going because, you know, I couldn't go anymore. Uh, yeah. Um, That's crazy, dude. Fucking that's 800 bucks. I'm not going to look any prettier. <laughs> I'm not going to. Dude, this ship has sailed a long time ago. It's not like I'm asking for a complete facelift. I'm no, just, no, no, I'm no. just asking you to cover some stuff up. I'm like, look, lady, I know you're not going to make me look like Brad Pitt in his prime. I just want to get this done. Even to try to get my teeth fixed, man, I'm still having trouble with that because it's so expensive. It's Even expensive. Even with insurance. I'm like, nah, It's very you know expensive. What? I'll just go around take my chances, dude. If If I was able to get a girlfriend before then and I was ugly as fuck then, I do a pretty good job now. Now that I'm able to buy some creams and stuff, you know, I have a whole thing that I do. That I have do. a whole. You have a whole routine that you go through. One day it's a scrub, and then the next day is a cleanser, and then the next day is a face mask thing that right, I got going right. on. Hey, whatever works, man. <laughs> whatever works. You got to do what you got to do. It works, man. I had terrible acne growing up, up until a certain point, like in college, dude. Twenty. Oh, so did I. Twenty thirteen was horrible. So did I. But now, yeah, I'm good. I don't want to jinx it. Say no more. <laughs> but, dude, this was fun. I'm going to wrap it up on that. On that oh, whole yeah. skincare routine. All right. But this was fun, man, because it's getting kind of dark out here. Yeah, yeah. We might hit up a spot to go eat because I am getting kind of hungry. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, man, this was on the fly, on the spot, last minute. And, yeah. man, thanks for coming down. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having uh, me. This was fun. Thank you guys for tuning into the show. A little bit longer than we anticipated, but... We made it work. We had to always have a lot of good stuff. Um, if you want to subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast, you can do so. Uh, go search the Hang On Podcast with Juan Hernandez at uh, on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter handle being Juan underscore A underscore H. And Instagram, just hit a follow request under Juan Alejandro Hernandez. Uh, Angel, you want anything you want to plug? Or are you good? No, man. I'm good. You good? Ain't no more to, just follow the podcast. Ain't, ain't, ain't nobody, ain't, you ain't going to find Angel anywhere else other than this podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
He's uh, incognito, as they say. Yeah. Just hit that incognito tab on uh, Chrome or Firefox. Staying hidden. Whatever you use. But uh, thanks again, guys, for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Later.